0: From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanna Gallego with your latest news. Plans to remove sargassum stuck in the north sound hit a snag. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports.
1: The plan was to use a pumping system to remove the sargassum, but the level of seaweed decomposition put a stop to that. Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency Chief Officer Jennifer Ahern says lessons learned from the trial will inform future removal efforts and a longer-term national response plan. She says the sargassum stranded in the North Sound is unlike any we've experienced previously in terms of location, weather conditions, and scale, demonstrating the need for scenario mapping inclusive of the private sector, which can deliver the innovations needed to manage future influx events. The trial removed more than 2,880 square feet of seaweed, but Ms. Hearn says the seaweed has now degraded to the point where pumping it out just is no longer feasible. Officials say the sargassum arrived in North Sound on or around the 23rd of July. Government mobilized emergency funding to secure the services of a private contractor to undertake the removal trial. That trial started Friday and ended today. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Garvin
0: Park has been reopened to the general public. Now, The Department of Environment says when Sargassum washes up on local beaches, leaving the seaweed on the beach to decompose is usually the simplest option. Over time, the seaweed is washed away or buried by wave action, nourishing the beach and stabilizing the shoreline without the risk of sand removal associated with beach grooming. During turtle nesting season, which runs from May to November, it is important to ensure any efforts to remove Sargassum 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 from local beaches do not negatively impact turtle nests. The DOE has access to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA's Predictive Sargassum Module, and has worked to develop informational materials to help landowners determine when action is needed to address stranded sargassum and when it is best to let nature take its course. To access these materials or to complete the Seaweed Removal Inquiry form, check out the DOE's website. That is doe.ky. As COVID 19 testing decreases, K Man's reporting is changing. Radio K Man's Dion Anglin has more.
1: The Public Health Department says COVID-19 testing has, quote, drastically decreased over the last few weeks. The daily estimate of active cases no longer provides a true representation of how COVID-19 is currently being transmitted within the community. Public Health will continue to provide an overall seven-day rolling average of positives and current hospitalizations each day. The Department says a detailed synopsis of the Epi Week will continue to be published weekly in the Public Health Spotlight. In the meantime, the seven-day rolling average of positive cases for August 2nd is 44. Nine patients are currently hospitalized. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Local colleges and universities are working with local students whose CXC results may
0: come in after registration deadlines to make sure they get their classes sorted for the upcoming year. More from Radio Kman's Carsley Fuller. The Caribbean Examination Council's release of exam results could end up impacting local students set to start their tertiary or A-level studies this year. To mitigate the risk, local institutions are ready to make it work by implementing a number of initiatives. Tertiary institutions have agreed to accept students into their respective programs based on the recommendations of schools, which were approved by the Department of Education Services. Kids can also pursue associate and A-level programs of their choosing based on the predicted grades and their teacher-assessed grades and then the students will be able to start their local tertiary program on the prescribed start dates, whether or not the results have been received in time. For more information, you can contact the Department of Education Services or read the full list of provisions at gov.ky. Reporting for Radio KMAN News, I'm Karsley Fuller. In other local news... Five appearances tomorrow at the bi-weekly Central Planning Authority meeting. At 10.30 a.m., the board will first hear from Rochelle Dilbert and her application for a preschool on Avon Way in Georgetown, which faces no public opposition. However, the National Roads Authority has said it could not recommend approval for various traffic-related concerns, with the applicant responding that they are, quote, prepared to widen the road way in front of the preschool to accommodate two vehicle access. Next is NWPR Group's application for 48 apartments, a restaurant, dive shop, and a seawall on Northwest Point Road in West Bay, again with no objections from the public. The CPA will then hear a pitch for a studio apartment and music studio on North Church Street. No objectors. This was also an application previously adjourned on June 8th to give the applicant time to address issues raised by the planning department. Then at 1 p.m., there is an unopposed application for a house on Pebble Beach in Lower Valley, followed by a similar application for a home on Lakefront Drive in South Sound with one objector relating to setbacks. The number of households in the Cayman Islands has increased by 6,939. That according to the Cayman Islands 2021 Census of Population and Housing Report, the household and housing characteristics, going from 22,760 in the 2010 census to 29,699
2: in the 2021 census. During the same period, the average household size This declined slightly from 2.42 persons in 2010 to 2.39 persons in 2021. The census survey also revealed that at least 56.7% of all households in the Cayman Islands had housing insurance in 2021. Amongst the district, Households in Bodentown were most likely to be insured 60.8%, followed by Georgetown 58% and West Bay 57.1%.
0: The Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance and Economic Development Honorable Chris Saunders says this was the opposite for the other districts in Northside, East End and the Sister Islands.
2: However, I might add that of the the 29,699 households, 20.4% of them were owned with no mortgage, and that Cayman-Brack at 34.5 percent, Northside at 33.2 percent, and East End at 33 percent, where the districts are at the highest household ownership without a mortgage. So.
0: The results of the census report conducted from October 10, 2021, to January 25, 2022, was presented during a press briefing last Thursday. The information presented comprises the country's demography, disability and illness, education, marital and union status, fertility, employment, household and housing characteristics, mortality, immigration, crime, agriculture and fishing activities, and food security. You're encouraged to head to ESO.KY for the full 2021 census report. And finally in the news, the Ministry of Tourism and Transport launches an essay competition. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has the details. If you're a
3: Caymanian and feel that media and journalism is a passion you would like to pursue, you should consider entering the Ministry of Tourism's newly launched essay competition. The winning essay writers will score the opportunity to shadow a journalist, learning from local and international journalists who will be in the Cayman Islands from September 12th to the 15th to cover the Caribbean Tourism Organization's series of business meetings and the fourth annual Caribbean Aviation Day. The competition includes a junior category for young adults aged 17 to 23, while the senior category allows entries from persons aged 24 and over. The two topics that entrants can choose between are how does the media impact the recovery of the tourism industry in the Caribbean region, and during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, there were many lessons learned as it relates to the environment, technology, and public health. What lessons do you believe the leaders of Caribbean countries should embrace as they seek to rebuild the region's tourism? Industry. The essay should be between 1,500 and 2,000 words and express thought-provoking and well-researched content. Submissions must be emailed to pr.mott@gov.ky, at gov.ky and they are due by Sunday, August 21st at 5 p.m. For Radio K Man News, I'm
0: Felicia Rankin-Sollins. Candidates interested in entering the competition must be K Manian, enrolled, currently undergoing, or graduated from a course relating to news writing and reporting, or broadcasting, including journalism and communications, or currently working in a related field. That is your latest local news. From Radio K Man's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.